0: Hey mama, welcome back to the podcast and a special welcome back to this work from home work from home mom series. Such a mouthful. I am so excited to talk to you today about, you know, my scheduling hacks and my organizational hacks, the things that that I have done that have helped me run a business from home and raise my kids. And before we start, gotta give a disclaimer, there's a construction going on. I don't know if you can hear the noise. It just this is life. By the way, this is the second time I'm recording this episode because what I was recording before my kids came in and interrupted me twice during different times. And I totally lost my train of thought and I didn't know what I was saying and I was like, I just have to start over. So it just is what it is, mama. Hashtag mom life. It doesn't get any more real than this. Before we start and talk about all the juicy um, tips that I have for you on time blocking and scheduling and growing a business as a work from home mom, I just want to remind you that my masterclass scale your freelancing business to six figures and beyond is happening on november 30th at 11 a.m eastern and there will be a replay so if you're listening to this in the future you can totally jump in and buy because the replay will be available for you right then and there in this masterclass i am literally going to break down for you all the things that i wish that i had when i was starting my business no fluff straight to the point because think about this my business started, my, my business pivoted into what I was doing from what I was doing before to now in January. January was when I made a decision, but I was having like, I was trying to balance it all and I was like, you know, I can totally do Etsy coaching and own a podcast management agency. Some, some way, somehow, they go together and I was trying to balance these two. So I kept the podcast management agency in the speakeasy mode, you know, like I really wouldn't tell anybody, but the business was growing. Like word of mouth alone, the business was growing. And in March... I was like, we're doing this. I pulled the band-aids, I ripped the band-aids out and the business just like grew like wildfire. You know, it's now November and I am, um, on track to make a hundred thousand dollars this year, which happened very fast. So I'm gonna share with you all the tangible things that I did so that you too can have this kind of success, so that you too can have this flexible lifestyle. Because at the end of the day we become work at home moms so that we can have the flexibility, so that we can be homes with our kids and enjoy and just know that we have the flexibility, right? Like know that if your child is sick, you have the flexibility to stay with them or whatever like you want to go to the beach on a wednesday or you want to go to disney like whatever it is that floats your boat you have the flexibility to do that you don't have to ask your boss for time off and all those things because you are the owner of a business and you make good money girl yeah we're here for it so all the information is linked in the show notes for you down below i cannot wait to see you there november 30th 11 a.m eastern and yes replay will be available now let's talk about growing a business from home when you have kids and i just want to preface by saying i am not the perfect mom i am a hot mess mom if you're looking for like time blocking and color coded schedules and like perfectly orchestrated things like days it's not my thing okay this is like a very real hot mess express like we're we're doing this thing and it's a mess this is what you're getting here today like very real deal type mm-hmm. of advice Cause girl, I'm doing the best that I can here. And I know we all are, you know, but I am not the Pinterest mom who has everything nice and organized, okay? But I wanna share my tips with you anyway because something's working, right girl? So first tip I have for you is one, be okay with the distractions, but your kids distractions because your kids are gonna come in and they're gonna interrupt you. Like I was saying, I was 10 minutes in in the other episode that I was recording for you and my kids came in twice. And you just have to be patient. Just know that it's normal. Your kids don't do it because they're jerks. They do it because it's formative. It's normal. It's actually healthy for them to come and check in with you. So it's a blessing that they're interrupting you, even though it doesn't seem like it. I don't feel like it is, but it is. It is a blessing because they love you and they miss you and they want to check in with you. With that being said, we have to be very strategic about how we manage our time. So one of the things that i used to love to do back when i was starting my business um back this was like it was winter in florida which you know it's it's not really a winter but i would say probably february march maybe even like maybe sometime in january the thing that i loved to do the most was to pack up my kids Pack up snacks, pack up my computer and my notebook, and go to the park and set up my little hotspot and let the kids play free because my kids are homeschooled, and we loosely homeschool them. My kids are little, so we we do more of an unschooling, you know, follow their lead kind of thing right now because playing is how they learn at this moment. And it was just so good to go to the park one and be out in the open, smell the fresh air, to just knowing that the kids were safe because we chose to go to like an enclosed park. So you know I didn't have to worry about you know people coming in and out and cars and all those things so that was always nice um and three just like being able to get stuff done while your kids are playing and, and because of the nature of being in the park in the playground the kids were in nature they just like knew what to do they knew to climb and go play and just entertain themselves and that was so good and i have like i miss that time and i miss those memories because it was so good it was just so fun to do those things and to get work done but all good things come to an end and and that worked until it didn't so at some point the the whole thing for my kids didn't work the whole let's go to the park they, they got bored of it so you know it lasted for a while but then at that point what ended up happening was that my husband could really see that the business was growing and if you don't know the dynamic here is that both of us stay home but my husband is the stay-at-home dad and i'm the work-at-home mom i am the the sole provider of the family so my husband was like listen like you need to grow this business and i'm all, all in i'm gonna help you i'm gonna do whatever i can so then at that point instead of me and my husband trying to manage the kids because listen girl you know how difficult it is to be home with the kids right like it's it's not a breeze and imagine not taking a man who let's just call her for what it is like they're not biologically wired to stay home with the kids they're biologically wired to be out there to build things to make the money to be the providers right like it's a very new thing that we're doing here a new thing that we're building here so in the beginning i was really trying to help my husband because i didn't want my husband to go cray you know what i'm saying like i have compassion for my husband you know so in the beginning we were both trying to manage The household together it wasn't working or it worked for a while until it didn't so then at that point my husband completely took over and I stayed you know and worked but still I understood that my husband needed a break right I understood that my husband couldn't be dealing with the kids all day long because you know we're human so I would work from Sometimes from nine AM until like one or two or sometimes I would start I would start from, or at eight or nine and then go on until one or two. It really depended. And at that point I would, you know, switch out of my clothes. I would always get dressed for work. I don't do it as quite as often anymore. But in the beginning I would always get dressed for work. And then at that point when I was done I would switch out and then just, you know, take over the kids and then at that point we would get ready for any afternoon activities we had usually it was like jujitsu back then the kids were doing crossfit um whatever it is that we had going on i would just do that during that time with the kids sometimes most of the time i would leverage things like um instacart so i didn't have to go to the supermarket you know I would just get delivered but sometimes just for the sake of getting out with the kids and giving my husband space I would just go grocery shopping with the kids so that my husband could have time and space and sanity so it was really about balancing and working out th- those things and just knowing that it was not going to be perfect because if you're looking for perfection if you're looking for things to, for your kids to just be chill and wait and be quiet you're set- setting yourself up for failure it's really being flexible and always asking yourself how can I do this you know, and you might need to sit on that, on that question for a few days until you get the answer. Another thing that I, I like to do is ask myself, if this were easy, what would it look like? And then just waiting for the answer to come in and tr- not being afraid to try out new things, you know, not being afraid to be like, you know what, maybe I just need to pick up my computer and go to the library and while the kids... You know, do whatever libraries at activity. Oh, gosh, no, whatever activities at the library or um, they read books. Whatever, I'm just gonna work. Even if it's half an hour, I'm gonna get something done. Another thing that I did for a while too was work when I went to sleep. I was super productive after bedtime. So I put the kids to bed super early, and by seven o'clock, I would be back on the computer working. And and that, like between seven and ten p.m. I was just super productive, and like I got so much stuff done, so that worked too, and then other times, instead of me um, working late, I would wake up early before the kids, and just get stuff done then, so listen, it's never going to be perfect, and you just have to become a ninja at becoming flexible, honestly, you just have to become flexible, and understand that the perfect plan they have laid out for you it's not always gonna work and you're gonna have to they're they're gonna be the ebbs and flows of business and it just is what it is and remembering that we're called to be mothers first and work on everything else second so you are a mother before you are anything else you know that doesn't mean that we don't have boundaries that we don't have rules that you know we just give 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 and never take that is not what i'm seeing at all but not expecting our kids especially our little kids to fully grasp what's going on so being honest with like your expectations like listen mommy has to work you're gonna do xyz mommy's here for you but you know the the less you interrupt me the more I can uh have time with you the more I can work with you because kids understand they don't get it the first second even like hundredth time you tell them but it's that repetitive uh, message that you keep telling them that eventually they understand. Like my daughter is about to turn seven, and she finally understands that the more she interrupts me, the le- the longer it's gonna take me to, to finish something and ultimately spend time with her, which is which is what she wants. So listen, I'm not patient. Like I have patience for my kids during the day, early mornings, and then as the day goes on, that patience just is like it runs out, girl. It's like it's just not there, but. It's carving out time to spend a special time with your kids. Even if it's, like, 20 minutes a day, which doesn't sound like a lot, but just having, like, that time where it's just you and your kids. For me, what I love to do is to go downstairs and sit on the hammock and, like, swing on the hammock with them and just snuggle. I'm not this mom who likes to be on the floor and, like, build Lego structures and things like that. Like, it's not really me. And my kids have learned to understand that my husband is a fun dad he's always playing with them always rough housing doing something fun I don't know going in the pool going to the beach like my husband is a fun dad and I'm like I'm good for cuddling that's what I'm good for <laughs> you know and just being okay with that another thing that was really helpful for me was obviously simplifying meal time I know you have you have heard that before and what I would do is that Sunday I would meal prep Uh, for a few days for for the week so I would meal prep up until like Thursday because I find that the food would eventually like not taste as good or go bad or we would get tired you know so I would make a big batch of rice a big batch of beans and then just kind of switch up the meals you know so Uh, We had like Mexican Mondays, we would make like burritos or tacos on Mondays, and then I've always loved Mexican food, so we always had Taco Tuesdays, even though we had Mexican Monday, we also had Taco Tuesday, and then Wednesday, I don't remember what we did for Wednesday, because my life looks a little bit different now, but what did we do for Wednesdays? I don't remember, but I remember like, it might have been like Brazilian Wednesdays, because I'm from Brazil, so I think that's what we did, I think we just had rice and beans and guacamole, which at the end of the day it's still like the same thing as we had on monday just minus the burrito wrap right and then on Fridays, we had pizza, and then there was another day where we had burgers, you know, so like always on the healthy side, we were plant-based family, we eat organic, like unprocessed as much as possible, so we would always make our switches, but like having those theme days, it was just super fun for the kids, you know, we had like something to look forward to, and again, the predictability of this is what we're doing, this is what we're eating, and everybody kind of gets a say in what we're gonna get, you know, like listen I could eat Mexican food every day for the rest of my life and that would literally be heaven for me for my kids not so much my kids you know at some point they would get tired of burritos and tacos which I don't know that's humanly possible but they would so for us kind of breaking up the schedule like that and having those theme days was super fun everybody gotta say you know everybody got to had like a day where they had like their meals you know like I think on Thursdays we had like Italian Thursdays because my husband's Italian so like just having the, those those theme days was super helpful and super fun and it got us out of the rigidity of like I'm gonna meal prep and like, this is what we're having and this is super structured schedule like it was just more fun it was more flexible because even though it was always like Mexican Monday we could have a flare in like what the Mexican Monday was going to be about and Taco Tuesday yeah we always had tacos on Tuesdays but it was like different kinds of tacos that we would try you know so so that was super helpful too another thing that was super helpful was just having a day not even a day like i would have a a day that was dedicated for cleaning not not the whole day not the full day because nobody wants to do that so uh, saturdays were like my days for cleaning but every day i would make it a point to clean something in the house so that it wasn't um picking up you know so in uh, at this point we were living in a in a two-bedroom apartment two bedroom two bath and i would have in both bathrooms just like the cleaning uh supplies so that you know i could just go in super quick and clean the bathroom, Cle- I mean clean the toilet and like wash the sink so I would have supplies in both bathrooms so it was just easy like it was already there and then I would try to do something to keep the house clean, um, picking up, d- doing something just to always keep you know my head above water because if I waited until the end of the week to get the house clean it was going to be a mess, It was going to be hectic and it, w- it was just not gonna work for me because if my house is not somewhat looking organized I freak out like I'm not listen I'm not the most perfect person in the world okay I'm not I'm really not but I do love a clean home and organized home and that's like not always possible when you have kids it's like actually impossible with kids so I'm gonna go as far as to say that but I i don't like visual clutter so for me just to keep it up it was super helpful and it it was just like a balance of like being a work-at-home mom you know like working and making money but also like not feeling so disconnected from like this homemaker side of me that i also always romanticize about so that was also key for me in um always keep that going and always having a sense of purpose that was balancing both and then this goes without saying but making time to take care of yourself so what that looked like for me was obviously for me work I love working so that is one way that is self-care for me except for when it gets stressful which it does get stressful but aside from all of that just making time to work out or go for a walk do something move my body some way somehow that was always super helpful and listen it's not something that I'm consistent about especially now in the season of life i'm really not but i definitely know a difference i i see a difference um when i do take the time to even go for a 10 minute walk it really does make a difference It really does pay off when you move your body it's just so good for you so carve out those times that you are intentional with you and maybe for you that's like not moving your body it's not working out but it is reading a book it is taking a bath there was a season of my life where i would take a bath once a week and that was so good. I loved doing that. It was just so like relaxing. It was like my me time. I got myself like these little bath bombs. And it was just, it just felt like so loving towards myself. So the point is, take the time to not forget about you. Because you're, you're going to burn out if you don't carve out the time. Now, let me tell you something. You're hearing about a lot about my past right now. And the reason for that is is that my husband and i have recently moved from the united states we used to live in florida we have moved to central america and we because we can leverage our the money that we make in the us we can leverage that here we got like a huge lifestyle upgrade and one of those things that came with the upgrade is a full-time nanny and a full-time um housekeeper so i have somebody who comes in every day cooks and and cleans for us, and I also have somebody who comes in every day, every day, not every day, Monday through Friday uh, from 8 to 4, and takes care of the kids, which is a blessing. Let me tell you something, girl. Let me tell you something, because I really thought that I had made it once I'm like, woo, I have a housekeeper and a nanny. I made it. I did it. Woo. Let me tell you something, girl. While I am very grateful to have help, and it does make my life easier it's still, it's still not easy with the kids, okay? I'm not gonna say, oh, it's hard because it's definitely easier than when it was just my husband and I, 110%, but it didn't get magically easier. You know, it's not like, you know, the kids and I just get along now and it's like we live in this fairy land. It's, It's really not. So I'm telling you this because I always idolized what I'm Live like the life I'm living now, I always idolize that. I always look forward to it. And now I'm here and I'm like, snap, snap. It's still hard. And I know you you might be listening to me and like if you're a single mom or maybe your husband is deployed and you're alone with the kids, you're like, oh my gosh, Juliana, cry me a river. And I'm here to tell you like, no girl, trust me. It, it is, It like it does help out a lot that you don't have to no longer, like you no longer have to do those things. But it's not... The holy grail okay it's not like a magic pill so i'm telling you this because i don't want you to hate a season of your life because you're trying to grow business and your kids are like always pulling at you and they're distracting you and every five minutes they're asking for a snack i don't want you to hate the season of life and always idolize the future and forget about the present because that's what i did there are seasons of my life that i don't remember especially like when my kids were little, when I had um, a four-month-old and a a two-year-old, and my husband and I were growing our Amazon business, Um, I don't remember the season of life, and I don't wish that for anybody else. I really don't. For any other mother out there whose, whose goal is to grow a business and to grow impact, I want that for you, but remember that we're called to be mothers first, and it's gonna be messy, girl. It just is what it is. And doesn't mean that we have to accept it with defeat. We accept it with the vision and understanding that, you know what, it's gonna be a little bit messy, but also our kids are gonna grow super fast. Like, I remember yesterday going to the hospital to give birth to my daughter and she's turning seven on Monday and it's like what happened it goes by super fast so if you're in a season of life right now that you have a toddler you know pulling at your legs every every step of the way and you have a baby on your boob and it does, it just feels like you're drowning, and you're like, how am I ever going to scale my business if I cannot even handle my life right now? It does get easier, my love, in some sense, but in others, in many ways, it doesn't, and I'm not saying this to, like, not give you hope, but just to give you perspective that love your kids, be present, and have those boundaries, and obviously, this goes without saying, ask for help, ask your partners for help. Um, I, I remember, back in in the city that i used to live back in florida there used to be a church that would watch your kids for three hours for fifteen dollars you know so you know obviously it was like a group of ten kids so it's not like your your kid has personalized care like a nanny right like you're you're getting like three hours of care for 15 bucks like it's, it's a little bit more mainstream, but it's still loving and kind and safe. So sometimes we have to like make those decisions of like, okay, how am I going to make this happen? I'm going to have to get creative, but it's going to be possible. So this is why I'm sharing this with you today because yes, while my life changed, uh, we have been here in Central America for five months now. Um, it has changed, but it didn't magically get easier. It didn't magically make my relationships with my kids easier because I'm not having to you know, worry about them every step of the way and my husband is not as stressed. Like yes. It got easier in many aspects and it got harder in many others because there are also the times that I feel like totally disconnected from my kids. There are always the times because now I have a nanny from here to four and I'm like, I can get so much work done. And I'm here in my office working all day and I don't see my kids until like after the nanny lives leaves. And then my kids go to bed super early. My kids are in bed by like six o'clock. So listen the grass looks greener on the other side and it's not always so learn how to enjoy this season now which is is easier said than done i don't still to this day despite the fact that i'm like here preaching to you about enjoying the season i i don't enjoy many seasons in my life and i'm just being super honest with you so that you don't go looking for like a magic pill, so that you don't think there's something wrong with you, so that you don't think there's something wrong with your kids, so that you don't beat yourself up. Because here's the thing, mom, if you're expecting this to be like 50-50 and beautiful all the time, if you're expecting to show up to work at 100% and then show up to be a mother at 100%, you're setting yourself up for failure because most likely you're not going to be able to achieve that. Sometimes you're going to be able to give 70% to your work and 40% to motherhood. And it's just like the season of life. And other seasons, it's going to look different. And it's being okay with that shift or at least reminding yourself of like, okay, it's, it's just a season. I just have to manage the season. And then like, let's wait for the next season. It's, it's all going to be okay. It's super helpful to just have that perspective. Another thing too is obviously... Having people to talk to because, girl, this is hard, okay? So being friends with other moms, other work-from-home moms, it's going to be imperative in your journey to making this happen. I talk to my right-hand girl about this every day pretty much because it'd be crazy up in here and she knows it. Like She tells me about her struggles. I tell her about mine and it never goes away the idea for this episode came from me talking to her about this same thing you know like she had a season of life where she was homeschooling her kids and that was hectic and then her kids are now back in school and somehow it's still hectic and you know for me it was homeschooling my kids not having help and now homeschooling my kids still but having help and it's still hectic so girl like the hectic is always there so stop and enjoy the present because they grow up super fast and remember that you started this business, this work from home business, so that you could have more freedom, so you could have more flexibility, so you could, you know, spend more time with your kids, or to have the flexibility to be like, you know what, we're going to Disney. Oh my gosh, we're going to Disney, and we're we have the money, we don't have to worry about it, you know. So remember that. Always go back to that. Even though, listen, I I myself need that reminder very often because I forget. So my love, this is it. <laughs> I don't know if this is helpful or not. Like I had different hopes and dreams for this episode, but I guess my heart was at a different direction of like this is the reality and it's okay. Like it's not going to be perfect. And we still get to be amazing moms and amazing business owners and it's all going to turn out okay in the end, but it's all it's having our our expectations on point because a lot of the times we don't have our expectations on point and this is why we fail because we think things are gonna go a certain way and we plan out our day and then we forget that we're dealing with little people whose brains are still developing and we think we're like, we think they're on board and they're not because they're also human beings and we have to treat them as such. Anyway, my love, don't forget November 30th, I have all my tactical tips on how to scale your business sustainably to six figures and beyond and I'm so excited to share that with you and I am just like so pumped to share this with other mamas out there because I remember back you know when I was trying to figure all of this out many many moons ago in 2015 just trying to figure out how to make money from home and now I'm here on the other side and I get to teach it and it's amazing it's such a huge honor and I'm so excited to be sharing this with you and I will see you in the next episode bye love